Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics of the day from the generation and gender perspective. Hi, I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And today we're talking about language. Language. The mother tongue. The mother tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've thrown her off now. She's just had a squirrel moment. We're going to try to get her back. But language... Well, in my defense, there was an actual squirrel, so... That's true. That's true. We we do live out in the woods where there are squirrels and other woodland creatures. We're regular Ted Kaczynski's, but without, you know, blowing things up. <laughs> a little shack in the woods. That's coming to you from a shack in the woods is our podcast. So language, Megan, I think that it has definitely changed over the last 30 years. Oh my gosh, has it changed? Oh, Yes. I think it's become more informal. Yeah, I have to give it to you there. Yeah, I think that uh, it's also become more abbreviated. Um, I decay what you mean. Yeah, and it's also there's a, a new a new language that's being created, right? So <laughs> the emoji language. Yeah, uh, you can now have an entire conversations with. Uh, with just pictures. Well, I mean, okay, so let's be fair. Hieroglyphics were the first, you know, emojis. Uh, maybe cave drawings were the first emojis, not sure. But uh, pictures have always been a language unto themselves. Yes, I remember seeing those ancient hieroglyphs and seeing the laughing, crying face. <laughs> yeah. Those um, pharaohs, they were a hoot. They were a hoot. Yeah, all that slavery. With their poop emojis and the... Uh, the stars and the eyes. I like that one. That's one of my favorites. What, I like the, the hard eyes. The hard eyes. That's very cute. Hard eyes, mother trucker. <laughs> oh, very nice. See, there's that some of that informality again. So uh, I think that um, we should talk about uh, some of the more um, reserved words, maybe. I don't know. I, I'll just stop using euphemisms. Curse words. Right? So... Uh, growing up, uh, wow, I did not swear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying my first swear word, which was damn. <gasps> and I was 13 years old. Oh, that, that was nothing compared to my first swear word. And I felt powerful for saying it. <laughs> I don't think I actually like legitimately started swearing until I was 18. And I think that was mostly just because I was like an adult and no one could tell me, you can't do that. Yeah. And the only time I heard the word hell was when it was referred to as a place. Um, I think you mean H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, H-E double, to double toothpicks is actually how it used to be said. But that was, yeah, if you swore, you were going to hell. And Michigan? Suffer internal damnation. So as Sounds you like fun. Sounds yeah. warm. So as you can see, language was steeped in the religious connotation. And, uh, you know, those were taboo words. And isn't it funny how now you watch a PG movie and damn is said in that? It's interesting to watch cartoons and see cartoon characters saying those words. Well, it depends. What cartoons are you watching? Well, Simpsons or Ren and Stimpy or 
I don't uh, remember Ren and Stimpy. They scared me. You know, uh, South Park. They're saying, oh boy, they're saying much more, much more. Uh, but that is, you know, that is children, arguably children. No, Simpsons and South Park are not children's they're shows. cartoons. Ergo, kids are going to watch them. Not necessarily. That's true. That's a generalization, and I don't like that. But I think I'm, I'm hearing uh, younger children use more adult words. Not just swear words, but adult words like... You know, Sex. Yeah. Uh, intercourse. Uh, I know. wouldn't necessarily call intercourse an adult word. I'd call it more of a scientific word. These are big words that, you know, if you heard them as... When I was growing up, if you heard them as a kid, you like, oh, he said the word intercourse, right? Because we knew what it meant or we thought we knew what it meant, uh, but we knew it was a word that we shouldn't be saying. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, is, are there taboo words any longer? Because, I mean, once upon a yeah, time... I'd, I'd say the taboo words are more now derogatory instead of, like, naughty, right. quote-unquote. Like... You, you don't say things that could be offensive to other cultures or minorities, but as far as it goes for like, damn, hell, shit, bitch, stuff like that, I can say that in a pretty normal conversation with my friends and no one bats their eyelash twice. Yeah. But if I were to like say the N word, right. hell would rain down upon me yeah, well, as it should. As it should. Uh, and I think we just earned the explicit tag now, but you know. That's okay. Awesome. Let's do this. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. Dang it. I know. Uh, but language is much more than just swear words, right? I mean, yeah. language is a way that people communicate and convey thoughts and, and, and emotion and ideas. Um, do you think that language today, uh, how, do, how do I frame this question? Because I get the feeling that... Um, Language today might not be as um, dumb. It's dumber. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. If I want to say dumber, but it just. I don't know. It seems to have lost something, right? I think it's taken. It's taken for granted, or it's. It's. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that happens to every language as time goes on. <sighs> really? Yeah. How so? Um, can you honestly tell me you don't think that people in Japan use abbreviations? I well, I don't know. I've never been in Japan. Haven't studied the Japanese language. I would imagine, yes, no, there's shorthand that comes up, right? I mean, it's and, and it gets indoctrinated into and incorporated into the language. So it becomes part of the vernacular. Yes. But I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the way that people communicate, especially at, at my work, right? We use Slack to talk to each other. And Slack is a chat program. Yes. And so everything is textually based uh, and or emoji and or... GIF. 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 Actually, it's GIF, but, you know. I'm sorry, do you have a Ginny pig? Uh, no, but the guy who built or who made the GIF calls it the GIF. I'm sorry, did it suddenly start with a J and not a G anymore? <laughs> I will fight you on this <laughs> from a language perspective. J makes the J sound, G makes the G sound, so if you're going language-based, it would be GIF. Fight me! I'm, I'm not going to fight you because it doesn't matter. I don't care that much. I do. Okay. I'm going to get crap at work, though, because people uh, who listen to this and also work at my place 
Um, they're going to give me crap for this. But they anyway. better. Oh, they will. Don't give them worry. crap. For, give the give him crap from me. Anywho, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm just noticing that that uh, the formality is gone. Well, I feel like. And I miss. Well, the we've formality. become a more informal society in general. I feel like, like a lot of things, language reflects society. It does, right? It's it's absolutely influenced by society and the media and technology and just the generations, right? I think that, well, I mean, growing up, we had our own language, right? We had slang, Valley Girl speak, uh, Oh my gosh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Well, (laughs) you don't, do you? Uh, But so we had our own, you know, uh, uh, way of speaking that was different than our parents and we, because we thought it was cool, right? It was us being able to talk to each other in a language that maybe the adults didn't understand. So, you know, when I said I scammed with, you know, Tiffany last night, um, you know, my parents would be like, what does that mean? I don't understand that. And I have to explain it to them. But it means I made out with her. So the more I think about it, the more I wonder... At the top of the episode, we said that language became more informal. Right. But based on whose standards? Uh, well, it's a good question. Because who's to say our language is now informal? It might just be a different type of formal. The, the bar may have changed. I mean, because we still have language that we... There, we still have a certain way of speaking in like the workplace or at school or to our elders. Right. But the language between peers and friends, yeah, it's different. But I don't want to, I actually think informal is it, isn't the right word. It's just, it's different. It's a new kind of formal. Because would you say that compared to your parents' way of speaking, your speaking was informal? No, I don't think it was informal. I think so. Maybe the word informal is not the right word. No, right? Because words are important. I don't think so. I think it's lazy. Uh, mm, uh, mm, I say efficient. <laughs> I can convey to you something in less words nowadays than right. you could convey to me back. Like before technology, yes, maybe it's a little quote unquote lazier, but again, it's. I don't even want to say lazy. It's more creative. More creative. Oh, like, can you honestly tell me that you do not think it is extremely creative, and not only that, but intelligent to be able to convey a complete thought with only emojis? Like, that takes creativity it, it on does. the part of the sender and the receiver because, like... There's a game show that emo genius uh, yeah emo genius where, i love that where I'm they good. show i'm not that good at it sadly e- emojis and the contestants have to guess what they're saying and yeah some of them i get right away and others i have no freaking clue even when they say what it is i'm like i don't understand how you get that out of that but yet the the contestants who are of a certain age um are definitely tuned into it right they they mm-hmm. understand the language yeah and i wonder again it's is is it uh, do we have so much to say and not enough time to say it is it the technology that's causing it that's enabling it i mean 
uh, and I, I'm not necessarily it's a bad saying it's a bad thing, Mick. I don't think that uh, I think the evolution of a language it's neither good nor bad. It just is, right? Um, I'm just uh, I don't know. I'm going to interject. Yes. We live in such a fast-paced society that our language has kind of copied that or mirrored that. Right. I mean, America, we're go, 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 go all the time. You either have something to say or you don't say it at all. Do not waste my time. Therefore, we've adapted to, I want to say, being more concise. Yeah, maybe we use some abbreviations, but in the world we live in, you kind of have, like, who's going to take the time to, like, write out a soliloquy when you can write out like a text soliloquy sorry soliloquy i was just gonna say but i wasn't gonna uh, correct you while you were in flow um okay let me come at it from a different direction so growing up i used to write letters yes right so i would sit down and i would write letters and i would uh you know make sure that they were a complete thought right there was a beginning and middle at an end and uh, i it was a deliberate act and i took great care and thought i put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into these letters that i would send off and i would get letters back right of the same caliber so we were engaging in in the exchange of complete thought uh complete um use of the language and i'm just wondering if part of that is is missing and if it's missing does it matter well you bring up a good point but um i have some texting to do so we're going to take a quick break and i'm just going to (laughs) we're going to brb brb see on the other side And we're back. Thank you for hanging with us during that uh, small break. We had to do a little bit of texting, a little bit of writing. I wrote a letter, sent it off. I'm sorry. I'm texting my BFF Jill right now. Um, <laughs> she just let me know that the party she went to was totally lit. Totally so. lit. So somebody was on fire then. Sure. Okay. So let's talk about some of the, the, the differences in language. Cause again, it's only a span of you know, 20, 25, 30 years. And fire is fun. Fire is not fun. <laughs> I said fire is to feel joy. Okay. Pitch perfect. It's anyway, let's get back into the. Yeah. Um, so the language has changed dramatically. I think that there is, uh, there's this whole culture that came up through music i would actually look at music as being pretty pretty much the prime motivator or the prime driver of kind of the changes in language possibly even, one of them possibly even hip-hop as being one that introduces a lot of different slang. yeah slang and vernacular into the language um terms like lit and crunk and woke i mean all came through either um, social movements or through music. And the same was back in when I was growing up. I mean, terms like gnarly and tubular. 
I'm sorry, were you some beach bum with hair that was way too long <laughs> and your name was Judd? But that was actually the, the California influence, right? So that was the valley girl, valley guy, California influence of the 80s that I grew up in, where the, the, the fashion and the language followed each other, right? So you had OP or Ocean Pacific clothing, um, and it was shorts and T-shirts, but it also came with this attitude and with this language that stemmed out of the, the, the uh, San Fernando Valley in California and took over the country. Give me a taste of that. Uh, gag me with a spoon. I have used that before. <laughs> okay. That, uh, uh, there's actually a song called Valley Girl by uh, a Zappa child. Is it anything like Barbie Girl? Sort of. I'm a Barbie girl. In the Barbie world. Okay, uh, there's the song. Yeah, that, there you go. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, everything was very, right? That is very, oh, so very. Uh, and, and Very what? Just very. It was all very. Very. I, I can't even. Uh, <laughs> you can't even what? Can't even... So I just can't even with I know. your face. So there, there's those abbreviated terms that we all had. And it, it again, it became part of the way that we communicated to one another. Um, and yeah, okay. Um, I was just been told by our super producer that it was Moon Unit Zappa that sang Valley Girl. Moon Unit Zappa. Oh. Daughter of Frank Zappa. Sister of Dweezil Zappa. I don't even know what you're saying right now. These are people's names. Are you sure? Yes. And maybe at the end of the uh, episode, I'll, I'll have a little sample of, of the song Valley Girl just for kicks. But uh, let's get back into language. So what are some of the terms that the kids are saying nowadays that adults would like wonder what the heck that was all about? You have a very, very good question. Come at me, bro. Okay. Basically Meaning mean, what? Come fight me. Okay. Come at me. Yeah. Like if you're going to talk like that, come at me, bro. Put you your... don't know me like that? <sighs> what does that mean? You don't know me like that. Well, it obviously means you don't know me like that. <laughs> Duh. So you don't understand me at that level. You don't, uh, you don't have, you don't have a relationship with me like the way that you're you're pretending you are. I mean, it's, it's that... Yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. Okay. Um, I've also heard the term lit. Lit. And yeah. woke. Woke. Uh, I just mentioned those, yeah. So lit meaning what? It was cool. It was... Let me try and put this into your terms. It was off the chain. That That wasn't my terms, by the way. No, that's that's like the 1990s, maybe early 2000s. Off the hook? Nope. That was gnarly. That was bitchin'. That was rad. Oh my gosh, you're so old. That was... Uh, so freaking awesome. That was so cool. Would you say it's... No, I would not <laughs> say that. Again, thank you for the explicit tag. 
Um, we already earned it. We might as well we just might as well use dive it. So, head into it. Well, it reminds me, and I think that this was something, well, you were introduced to a concept before we recorded the podcast called this, The Seven Words You Cannot Say on Television by George Carlin. George Carlin made this famous. Yes. Right. And we won't say those words here. I, I will rhyme them for you, though. She might rhyme them for you. But they were seven words that would basically get you thrown off the air by standards and practices of all the major networks. The words are hit, kiss, truck, bunt, <laughs> mother trucker. Okay. Sock tucker. <laughs> And I already said tits, so we're just going to say tits. Yeah. So right now there's some interesting conversations happening in the cars with small children going, Mom, what's a mother trucker? Um, oh, yes, it's a trucker that's also a that's mom. It's a mom. Yeah, also, it's, it's the mom you know, trucker. If your kids ask what tits are, you can just tell them that they're what piglings suckle on, on oh, their moms. Yeah, teats. 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 So, yeah, but used, these are the words that you could not say. And now right? you hear them almost and daily. Yeah, uh, they're almost everywhere. I mean, you turn on uh, XM radio with the, the hip-hop channel that's unfiltered, and you will get an education. Um, and again, I'm not passing judgment here. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm saying that it has diff- it is, it is changed, right? Yes. Because uh, music used to not include many swear words or... Or, or they would hide, they wouldn't hide the swear words. They would, they would uh, spin innuendo, right? So they would say innuendo. something that was a suggestive, like uh, Little Red Corvette by the, the song by Prince, Little Red Corvette. That is not about a car. That song is definitely not about a car. What? Childhood ruined. I know. Uh, but it was, it was good enough that they could play that on any top 40 uh, station in, in the country and it would pass the censors, right? So it was... Because those that were in the know would know and exactly. those that weren't, it's like, oh my gosh, this is such a nice song about a car. Yeah, and then you go, oh, you're such a noob because, uh, you know, you think it's about a car. So it was kind of a, a little bit of a, you know, if you knew what it was about, it was like your secret and you knew something and it was kind of cool that you knew that. So... I know we're getting towards the end of the episode, so I just want to, like, not composite. Language is about expression. It is. It is how we express things to ourselves, to others. Thoughts, ideas, emotions. So, it's... It's going to change because the way we express ourselves Right. And, and I would say that the, the mode in which we are communicating. Like I said, I used to write long form letters. Now I write emails or texts. And the thing that I have, um, you know, the, the, the instrument that I'm using is not pen and paper. It is a tablet or a phone or a laptop. And you're trying to convey information very quickly because you got so much else, like you said before, so much, uh, so many other things that are, that's vying for your attention. When was the last time you wrote a long-form letter, Meg? Um, I don't remember the last time I wrote a letter, but I did write in my, uh, what's it called? Journal? No, I don't have a journal. That's for noobs. <laughs> planner. My day planner. Your planner. I can't, I can't write for long periods of time without my hand hurting anymore. 
that's sad. Yeah, and I mean... But I feel like you can be just as expressive with text as you can with handwriting. Uh, uh, um, hmm. I can type faster than I can write. I think, I think it's, and, and yeah. I mean, I think if if you are condensing and abbreviating the words, you know, we have been trained that 140 characters is enough, right? That's what Twitter has done to us. That 140 characters is all you need in order to convey uh, a complete thought. And I, some people actually take it up as a challenge uh, to see if that is a if that's true. But I don't think 140 characters is enough. Um, and so I think it's enough to give the general idea. But if you want like a more in depth, you need more. Well, it depends what those characters are. Right. So great. I mean, great point. So for a thought or an idea, 140 characters probably enough. But if you're trying to tell a story. Or if you're trying to convey, I don't know. A feeling? Uh, uh, yeah, an emotion. I think, you know, uh, a blog posting or a... Uh, podcast? Know, or a podcast, right? Those are much more suitable uh, mediums to use for that kind of of language. I agree. Really? We agree on something agreed on a few things don't get all excited <laughs> damn it let me have my excitement you're not cool i know stop trying to be cool stop trying to be cool no is it was it stop trying to be hip yeah i was stop trying to be hip but you can also stop trying to be cool too okay i will try so we've talked about language today and all the different changes over the last few years uh and i'd love to invite you into the conversation use that power of language and point it our way so how do people talk to us, Meg? Well, there's a few ways. You can join our Facebook group, which is Gen Gap Cast on Facebook. Yep. You can like us. You can talk to us. Yell at us. Please don't yell at us or we'll cry. <laughs> or if you cry. want to really use that sense of language, you can send us an email at info at gengapcast.com. Absolutely. And if you're looking for our podcast, we are... Into our second season, about halfway through our second season now, you can find us at iTunes, and there you can leave a review and a rating for us. We'd love to get your reviews and your ratings, please. They help us uh, climb the charts and uh, get more exposure and get more listeners. Uh, or you can find us at Google Play, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Basically, any place you go to find podcasts, we are there. So um, thank you for listening. Uh, and, uh, hopefully we've, uh, given you some th ideas to think about, uh, and some language. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm looking into your eyes, Megan. Help me. Okay. I'll just end with this. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Uh -huh.